this passage that we've <coughs> Katie's just read out was sort of it was Jesus talking to his disciples and how I would love to have been there you know sitting around the campfire with Jesus as he chatted away I wouldn't want to be Peter or John or James one of the well known ones I'd like to be one on the sort of edge of things that no one knew about but nevertheless was sort of part of the part of the crew you know and we all need we all need Jesus reassurance and we all need love don't we to survive in the world I love that song Christ Alone Cornerstone because when times are tough you know we need our anchor to hold within the veil don't we and I'm sure as all of us here who've gone through something but Jesus talks of only saying what the fathers passed on to him to say and he talks about the coming of the Holy Spirit and the need to love God and to love one another and that's because that's because God loves us he loves us first and Jesus states clearly that if we if we love him we will obey his teachings and the Holy Spirit was doing a similar job to Jesus really because whereas Jesus was visible and was there the Holy Spirit is within us sort of invisible internal and there's so much in this passage to speak about but I only really wanted to speak about the Holy Spirit and I wanted to uh, tell a story it's a different one Steve it's a different one this time <laughs> and uh, we're gonna it may not mean anything to you but I, I, I comfort myself by knowing that the disciples often asked Jesus what he, what he was talking about when he told his stories and this this story I, I only heard it a few weeks ago and I really love it and it it may mean I hope it means something to you but it's worth thinking about anyway and it's a it's an old Inuit story and they're the people that lived up in sort of right up north near the North Pole and it's a story about a father and daughter and the daughter had done something really bad we don't know what it was but the father he was so angry he took her out one day and he threw her off a cliff yeah that was awful wasn't it and as time went by she went down into the cold water and she died and um, but years and years and years, I don't know how many years, but quite a few years after this happened, the, um, there was a, an Inuit fisherman. He was in his kayak and the, the weather got really bad and he pulled into this bay to get away from the really stormy weather on the main, main ocean. And he pulled his kayak up on the beach. Well, it was sort of ice, it wasn't actually a beach, but he pulled it up. And then he thought, I'll build myself an igloo because I'm going to be here for a few days and I'll see this storm out. So he built himself a little igloo. And then he thought, well, I need something to eat, so I'll go and catch some fish. So he took, this, he took his kayak out and he had a line and a hook and he threw it over the side. And uh, it wasn't long and he'd caught something. And uh, it was really heavy and he thought, this, this, this looks really good. And he, he was pulling away, pulling away, and he, he, it seemed to be stuck. But eventually, it came to the surface. And guess what it was? Skeleton. Skeleton of this girl. And he, he sort of, he was panic-stricken. He started rowing like mad. And what he hadn't realised, though, that his fishing line was tied around his leg, you see. 
and he was, all the time he was rowing and getting to the shore, there's the, there's the skeleton just behind him. So anyway, he gets, he gets out on the beach and he runs up the beach to his igloo and he's got like a little tunnel into the igloo. And as he goes into the igloo, he's like, oh, I'm safe now. And do you know, as he sat down on his, on his rug inside the igloo, guess what was in the doorway of the igloo? Yeah, it was, it was this skeleton. So anyway, he, once, he, once he's settled down, I thought, well, it can't do me any harm. And then he began to sort of, his heart began to melt a bit, and he thought, oh, it must be so cold. So he got the skeleton, laid it out on the, I had some rugs in there, because it wouldn't want to sit on the icy floor, would you, all night? And he laid it out in, in order, you know, he put the, the head and the neck and the arms and, and the torso and the legs, laid it all out on this uh, rug. And then he thought, oh, it still looks cold. So he got another rug that he was going to have, and he put it over her, or, well, he didn't know it was her, but he put it, put it over the skeleton, and then he, he laid down and went to sleep. He did have one other blanket, by the way, so he didn't, didn't freeze. Anyway, he, he, uh, as he was asleep, the skeleton was beginning to get warm, and she's beginning to feel alive. And uh, she sits up, and she leans over, and she can feel his heart beating, ba-boom, 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 like that. So she puts her hands out and holds his heart in her hands. It's going ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. And as it does that, her heart begins to beat in the same rhythm. And she gently lays the heart down. And, she's, and she lays down in bed. And she goes to sleep. Anyway, this chap wakes up in the morning. And suddenly, there beside him is this beautiful girl. And she, she opened her eyes too and saw him. And she thought he was uh, okay as well. <laughs> and do you know what happened? Well, they got married. And they had lots of children. And they lived happily ever after. Now, make what you will of that story, but it meant something to me, believe it or not, in relation to this reading today. And I wanted you to just to keep on track, I wanted just to read out a few things I'd written down about this reading. Because when you look at life, our spiritual lives for all of us, there's two parts of it. There's the Bible, which is the Word of God, and there's the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And that's different for every one of us. And we all have like a story to tell of how God's helped us in our daily lives. But I'll just read these bits out. And Get it in the right order. Love Jesus by obeying his teaching. He commands us to love other believers. That's us, so we're called to love each other. And commands us to include all of his teaching. The second thing is to understand the work of the Holy Spirit. And he comes from the Father to stay forever in believers. And he shows us the way and points to Jesus. Trust God even where we're unsure of what he's doing, because we don't always know what God's doing. Well, I'll say not always, we hardly ever know what God's doing, to be fair. But because he's in control and because he loves those who love Christ. 
then understanding that Christianity is about relationship with God and his son and the Holy Spirit, with other believers, and believe it or not, with the whole world, and accept the peace that Jesus offered. It's Christ's peace. And he says, don't let your heart be troubled. He was comforting the disciples because they had got trauma ahead. They really had. And uh, Jesus comforts them and says, don't be afraid. But we often talk of we often talk of the Holy Spirit as being anointed by the Holy Spirit or by being baptized with the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit being within us. And and all of these things are most reassuring. I'm nearly at the bottom of the page now. But do you personally feel reassured that the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, is actually living inside you and me? And I've got to ask myself this question, but how do I know the Holy Spirit's living in me? Now, I didn't want to bombard you with scripture, but I'll have to give you one. And it's, it's this, Luke chapter 11. It's one of those verses that I've underlined. And it goes on to say that we only have to ask to receive the Holy Spirit. And although we receive the Holy Spirit when we believe in Jesus, I mean, I'm one of those people who asks every day for the Holy Spirit because... Well, probably like a lot of you, I never feel I'm good enough. And uh, I certainly need help. And I love these little sayings that, that, that wise people have said. And one of them was that the hand we have dealt to us in life is determination, but the way we play it is free will. And when we receive the Holy Spirit, God doesn't like somehow sort of manipulate us like a puppet. It's a choice. We have a choice in everything we do in life. We can either we can be obedient or we cannot. It's our choice. And there's been many times, and I think it's probably, I don't know if it's the same for you, but I, I can't ask everybody, but um, when life is really tough, when, when, you, when you're struggling to get through the day, when you're struggling to think what will happen tomorrow or even if tomorrow will come. It's those times that you know the Holy Spirit's within you because otherwise how would you ever have got through it with, without the Holy Spirit being within you? How would you ever have made it through that terrible, difficult time? And it, it's rather like the, uh, the story of the... Uh, I won't tell you it because you know what it is, but the story of footprints where there's two footprints in the sand, us and Jesus, and yet the really hard times in life is only one set of footprints and that's when we're being carried. I think those are particularly the times that we feel God's presence really, I don't know what the right word is, but we, we, we see it sort of fully and we can almost feel the tangible presence of God. And... I suppose it's because we're going through the most difficult of times that we really need to be able to feel and see and have God with us. I'm sure we could all give testimony to that of the times that um, we struggled and, and somehow God's lifted us up. And that's why I was asking for the song that Susie's going to play in a minute. It says... Um, 
as we bow down, be lifted up. And the amazing thing is, I'm not, I'm not a singer, so it's really lovely for me to listen to someone like Susie, who's a really good singer. But it's, uh, I know that if I worship God, even if I don't feel like it, that somehow he lifts us up. And that is, well, I can only, I can only, I can only say as I find, but I'm sure you find the same, that as we worship God, something happens, something amazing happens, something spiritual happens. And uh, I hope when we play this, I hope when we play this song, I hope tonight, because it's been quite a spiritual night, and when we think of the, we think of the disciples being with Jesus at that time, and they've been told that Jesus is going to die. And they're sort of devastated, really, because their hope was that their ministry would carry on. Jesus would carry on healing people, and Jesus would carry on bringing love into the world. But isn't that the most amazing thing? That even though Jesus died and rose again, and we can't see him personally, we can actually experience the love of God in everything we do. And I'm not saying we all want to have hard times so we can feel the love of Jesus more, but that's how I've found experience in my life. So let's finish with a, a prayer. Heavenly Father, we, we just want to thank you, Lord, that you love us. We thank you, Lord, that we can love you too. And we thank you, Lord, that uh, when we do fall down, you lift us up. So we ask, Lord, that you continue to bless us in that way. In Jesus' name, amen. And uh, if, anybody, uh, if anybody's helped by the story, let me know, because then I can explain how it helped me. Thank <laughs> you.